This is an exclusive House Ramirez and Dolo Darnell exclusive. Hey guys, this is House Ramirez. Y'all already know what's up. We out here in Atlanta, the hot streets of Atlanta. You know, things are warming up. We're so excited. Um, all this cold weather needs to go away. Does anybody feel me out there? Okay. So with me today, I had Jonathan from New York. Y'all already know how I feel about New York. Shout out New York. Um, I was up there last year and it just really moved me. You know, the, the hustle and bustle, the love all of it. You know, if you want to be an entrepreneur, I, I believe that New York or Atlanta would be your best bet. Um, the people there are so kind um, in their own way. They're not like down south where we're just all over your face trying to kiss you, but they're kind. You know, they're, they're very touching people, uh, heartfelt people, kind people. Um, so shout out to Jonathan and the whole, whole New York City. Um, Jonathan, uh, for many people that don't know who you are, uh, where you are from, can you please let our listeners, our readers, and our viewers know who you are? Sure, sure. So yeah, my name is Jonathan Lyons. Um, I'm originally from Arizona. I grew up in Scottsdale, Arizona. I went to a performing arts high school. I went to college to study acting. And right after college, I moved to New York. So that was it back in 2005. And um, I always wanted to be an actor. Uh, I was also, you know, singer, dancer, like musical theater, all that stuff. Um, but right at the end of college, I got really interested in like different types of theater, different types of performance, the kind of traditional, regular narrative acting wasn't particularly interesting to me at that time. So I found this like theatrical performance style. It has a bunch of, sometimes it's called visual theater, sometimes it's called physical theater. And my first professional job was with a company called Imago Theater from Portland, Oregon in a show called Frogs. And they, it was the curtain opens and it's three performers dressed in as frogs. And it's like a big paper mache mask, these really extreme body positions. And so for four years, I trained with that company and learned this kind of fringe mask performance style and then ended up making my own character that has just started going viral this year called Buddy the Rat. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah and it's super awesome you know we all have music class art class um theater class um but then we're pulled in different areas you know and then the fact that you already knew what you wanted to do at a young age it teaches us that we have to listen to that voice in our head that's saying this is what's good for you this is what you need to do this is what you need to go into you know um, you listen to that and, you know, you're evolving, you're a successful entrepreneur. So I want to, you know, tip my hat to you, you know, all respect to you. It's not easy to be an entrepreneur, but we're seeing now more than ever that it's important to bet on yourself, you know, invest in yourself and go with your gut feeling, go with what you want to do, not what you have to do. You know, you're breaking the norm. And, you know, when you end up learning what it is that you like to do, you can get paid to do what you love to do. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So I, I feel I'm very fortunate that I was raised by, by parents who gave us all total creative freedom. I have two brothers and a sister and there were never we never felt like there was a prescribed uh, path or role for us to play. I mean, even 
going to college we could go to college or not you know it's like it was really just kind of open my older brother was a rock musician for a long time in the pacific northwest and now he runs a company he still plays music and he's a music manager um, my sister is a, a dancer and then she became a nurse two years ago my little brother's a video editor and i um having the freedom i didn't have fear about like coming to new york in my early 20s and just hustling and making stuff happen now over time as i got older it became less romantic to be like living with a bunch of roommates or scraping by or for a long time i was even subletting i'd go on tour for three four months with a company and then i'd come back and just like crash on a couch or find a thing that doesn't hold up after a while you start to you want a home base you want to live well and live a nice life and so and i started to meet people too where i realized like oh it's okay to pursue your dreams and yeah make money doing it and not just make enough to get by but like make a real living and you look at all most of your heroes are probably people that have, are great artists and really have like a good living coming in you don't need to be extravagantly wealthy but at least enough because also that affords you the freedom to continue pursuing your art in 2015 I kind of came up against a fiscal cliff. I had like invested, I, I kind of got into trouble using credit cards and just built a bunch of debt. And the, I realized, okay, I'm still not making any money. I, it was in pursuit of the kind of acting dream. I almost booked this $20,000 commercial, but I didn't. So suddenly I was just like strapped with all this debt. And it occurred to me that like, if, if I don't have a apartment to live, if I can't pay rent, then I don't get to pretend to be an artist even. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like I, you can't live on the street and really be creating the kind of thing you wanna be creating as an artist. So that reality hit me and I just started hustling, started working like my first restaurant jobs. You know, I just did the whole, did that whole thing. Um, and then found different, different ways to make money this year i was a started working as a handyman through TaskRabbit because i do all these shelves you see in the background i built all i built all those myself and designed them um and then i had another property before buddy the rat called the apple boys that's a based on like the barbershop quartet concept but i wrote a musical with this composer and we would get we would like do public performances i was trying to get some social media traction with the group we played there were some cool moments where we played big fundraisers, this and that, and the musical went over really well. We created a, an animated series for it that we're trying to pitch. And that's when I started, I like founded an LLC to manage the, the license for that. I started to understand a little more like, okay, as a creator, creative, I can also put on a business businessman hat and kind of go to work with that. Cause that's, what's going to really give me the opportunity to make more and better art in the future and eventually hopefully get to a point where i can hire someone to manage those aspects and really be liberated to just wake up and focus on my art every day yes yes definitely um i agree with you 100 percent on that last note i, I want to touch back on what you had mentioned you know um there is a point in our lives um, as entrepreneurs where we realize that in order for us to continue our passion, our purpose in life, the thing that drives us, you know, to wake up every morning and do, 
we have to have some type of business for, for ourselves before we start capitalizing and monetizing off of what our purpose is, you know, it's, it's a very interesting journey. Um, you know, if, if we're just taught in school how to navigate this, it, I think it would be a little easier, but not even knowing and still navigating. And sometimes we are like the only one actually going out there and doing the entrepreneurship gig. Um, it, it just it breaks the norm for our family, for our generation. And, you know, that alone is a drive. It's a push. You know, you have to keep pushing yourself regardless of what obstacle is placed in front of you. There's always a way through it or around it, you know, so it's a learning lesson. So that's awesome. Um, But yeah, yeah, I think that, um, you know, Buddy the Rat, I actually came in contact with you and Buddy the Rat. it was uh it was some type of viral video that went on and i was just like what in the whole goddamn world is going on here and then i realized that it was art it wasn't somebody trying to prank on their friends it was actually art you know i saw buddy the rat going up i think the stairs of a subway with a big large slice of pizza and then i was just like this is so neat so i started googling Buddy the rat, rat in New York, big rat, man wearing rat face. I just, I wanted to know who this was. I was like, this is so talented, you know? Um, and I ended up finding you and I was like, I have to interview him. Um, but yeah, it's it's beautiful to put um, that art form into what really goes on in life. There's literally life in, you know, your your act of being Buddy the rat. There's art in that. There's life in that. Um, and I think that at times when we get older, we tend to forget that, you know, there are things that make us happy. There are things that we do. We, when we were young, I'm pretty sure I bet $10 that everybody cracked jokes, that everybody, you know, like danced funny and, and made parents laugh or family laugh, you know, so it's in us to, to do that, to, to be the life of the family, of the party, you know. Um, so I just I want to give you big kudos for actually, um, you know, jumping into that field and bringing something to us so we can actually appreciate. I was just like, yo, that shit five. <laughs> I was like, that's Thank you. cool. Yeah. Thanks yeah. so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it was it's funny in the very beginning when things were going viral, I was getting I, I was kind of looped in with like right the Instagram like pranksters and you know, this thing where it's just like, oh. And there was a little bit of negativity. Some of the articles were trying to pitch. And it felt it felt false from the beginning, too, because no one was complaining. But they were like, what about people who hate what you're doing? I'm like, I don't know who you're talking to. But um, and, very, and pretty quickly, though, people picked up on the fact that it's not. I, yeah, I am an artist. Like, the thing I'm doing is actually part of a bigger performance art project called Commensal Mischief that I started conceiving of in the fall of 2019 and i even wrote i wrote pages and pages for arts grant applications early last year describing exactly what i'd be doing i was like i have this character i'm going to go out in the street in public i'm going to you know interact with people and ultimately i'd like to it's going to begin in new york but then eventually i want to start traveling doing in different cities or certainly around the country here but also around the world because my, my hypothesis, my instinct is that people all around the world are going to have very similar set of re- responses to it. It's going to be a, a either fear, a genuine fear if they're surprised, or laughter, or total indifference, right? 
And my, the point of the art project is to demonstrate that people are all people, you know, we're all one community, the entire globe, like this, this sense of difference, sense of inaccessibility to another culture is all an illusion. Like, yes, we dress different, we have different languages, we eat different foods, we might listen to different music, but we all feel the same few things. And the Buddy the Rat as a, as a piece of performance art, it I think works really well because rats, all humans interact with rats all around the world. Rats are also extremely close to humans. So having like a rat human mix is natural and also a little eerie. Um, and, and, and I do, I do consider it performance art. Every bit performance art as what you might think of, you go into a museum and you see the artist, you know, like who's nude cutting their hair or whatever, whatever we think of as performance art that's usually kind of difficult to comprehend. I think this is a little easier to get at. You see that, you see that it's happening, something's going on. Um, okay. And then the, the sense of childlike play, you know, it's, yeah, you let a bunch of kids on a playground, like they're gonna pretend to be animals, they're gonna pretend to fight, they're gonna do, and now I'm out there. It's surprising to people because I'm like almost 40 years old. I'm a grown man, and, but this is what I want to be doing with my time. And I can move in a way that most adults haven't moved in 40, 30 years or something. They haven't crawled around. They haven't like, um, and then I'm meeting other artists. I, I work a lot with this dancer named Larry Smoove and, and another one named iLive. And they're great, they're light feet dancers. Uh, from Brooklyn, but they do backflips and these they do these incredible like action moves and stage fake fights where it's like you think they're gonna hurt each other, but then they're just throwing backflips. And it's the same. I, I get together with them, and it is. It just feels like when I was ten years old, and you're just walking around the streets, being goofy, climbing up a wall, climbing a tree. Um, and yeah, I'm happy to hear that. That's. It, it, inspiring those feelings in other people because i do think there's no reason as we get older why we can't maintain those valuable aspects of of uh our you know our, our kind of natural engagement with life and childhood i want to um agree with you on all that because it's super <laughs> awesome and two things so um the LLC, I, I skipped over that and not intentionally. It's just, it's, I'm, I'm grasping the whole interview. This is phenomenal, you know? Um, the LLC, yes, 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 yes. People don't understand that as a business. Okay, so the government is a corporation. People don't see that, but it is a corporation. So, you know, all they would honor really is contracts. Contracts, you go into court, you sign something. And if it's not binding, they can't do anything. They have no jurisdiction to do anything. It's, it's a business. So they wow. honor businesses. They promote businesses, business loans, business grants. So if you can um, see something that you feel like you want to do the rest of your life and you see yourself doing it till the day you croak, then you go ahead and start a business and yeah. financially become responsible like we have done to set it up. And if you don't know, there's resources out there. That's one of the things that House of Ramirez does help small owned businesses to do. But if you don't want to come to me, there's plenty of resources out there to learn how to do these things. Um, but you need to be able in order to properly file taxes and monetize off of everything. So you're not in arrears or in trouble with yeah. you know Uncle Sam. 
get get the the legal secretary of state license and then get an EIN with the IRS, get a bank account. So everything you make goes into your and, and it's an easy process, you know. Yeah. It doesn't take that much. A lot of people don't know about it and it's okay. But if you're listening, if you're seeing right now or you're reading this, it's the time. Like you have something you're selling out of your house. That's cool. Use what you got. Trust me, I'm a queen of that. Use what you yeah. got until you can use something else. But you definitely, this is your sign. Get your LLC. Do what's right because it's yeah. only going to help you. It does. It does require one thing. I'll say though, it does require daily attention. I mean, you can't. It's not a thing you can just do and then let it sit on the back burner because there are mountains of red tape and mountains of tra traps that you can fall into and. And owning a business, having an LLC, your your tax return is going to be twice. You know, if you're if you're hiring someone to do it, they will just charge you twice what they would to do your personal tax return. Yeah, what I would advise is if you do start an LLC, um, like you just said, re reach out to someone who knows what they're doing and pay really close attention, and don't don't stop paying attention. Like just know what you have to do, and and make sure you follow through. Um, I keep, I have two wall calendars, annual wall calendars up on my wall, one for this year and one for next year. Mm -hmm. So as I see this year going on, going by, I recognize that like, okay, a year from now will be this time. Cause we, some people think like, Oh, a year from now, you don't even think about a year from now, but businesses think about five years from now because you, you you're, how many times you're signing a 12 month contract on your, on your subscription service. And it's like, okay, we'll re-up, we'll update you. So now I have, I can actually look and see, okay, March 1st of 2021 or 2022, I will have to do this thing. Um, so, and it's, you know, it's like, it'll never be perfect. That's another thing. Like, don't be afraid of being imperfect because you, you actually, it should expect yourself to be imperfect with everything. Um, bringing it back to art, it's the same thing. I get uh, people are, I, I see people and it's, I've, I've been a victim of it too, like holding back on getting something out there because it doesn't feel ready. It's not quite perfect. It's not like this. And it's a lot, a lot of that with, with like this character and this mask, you know, there's, there's things about it i still want to tweak and work like that i i hate this i think this is so ugly the fabric i have you know it's just and it's hot glued on and i know there's better ways to do it but it's marginal and you don't really see it in the videos most of the time and i know that it's like better to just keep going out and making stuff right now and eventually i'll have a moment to like fix fix that thing or get more comfortable foam or whatever needs to happen and it's the same with with uh with running a business um i also would say i have a story that really relates to all this too where so buddy the rat started going viral at the end of october and i immediately dove into just making as much content as possibly could i was out a lot uh, saying yes to collaborations and my numbers and, and all the advice i got from agents and stuff was like just focus on building your following and i've gone from you know, 300 TikTok followers in November, beginning first week of November to 650,000 now. And Instagram is up to 68,000. And my YouTube also is growing 500 to 1,000 every day, uh, which is amazing to me. And I want to focus more on that platform too. Um, but 
I also haven't been working. I haven't been making money. I got one brand endorsement. That was great. But, uh, and I'm on the TikTok creator fund, but that's a few hundred dollars a month at most, you know, and I, so I'm nowhere near and I'm still in debt. And uh, about a month ago, I had a phone call. I got to meet these uh, venture capitalists, venture capital people from, uh, from San Francisco who were fans of Buddy the Rat and fans of the shows. And I got a meeting with them. And in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm going to start, I'm going to turn this into a company and then get an investment from them and I'll be good. I, I was like, the answer to my problems is 50 grand cash right now, you know? And I met with them and they had, it was such different advice than I was expecting. They were like, we don't, you don't want uh, investment because that's dilutive income. That means you're, you're, you're accepting income in exchange for part of ownership of your thing. Whereas right now, I, she, she laid out, there's like six avenues of income you could be going for. There's Cameo, which is this, you know, platform where you set a price and people pay for like a short video, custom video to be made. There's Patreon, uh, which is a, another platform you ask people to pay, you know, different tiers of membership. And it's basically it's just support for artists. Um, there's like merch through Teespring, all this stuff. So I realized like, oh, right, I'm not doing all, all that I can to simply monetize what I have now with this big following because there's, and it's not, it's not selling out either. There's nothing, but nothing phony about it. There's some percentage of those 600,000 people that are following my videos that might really enjoy a, a buddy, the rat iPhone case because they just like it bring, it might bring a lot of joy and it's worth the little bit of money. So I, I got, that was amazing advice to get. And I went ahead with that today. I'm, I launched my Patreon today. I started the cameo last week and I'm starting to promote more on my channels. I blew up the last all weekend. I spent um, adding new designs to the merch to like the buddy, the rat shop. And so there's a bunch of merch now and there's a bunch and I'm hopefully over the next couple of weeks, I'll, I'll have a little bit of income to float on until the bigger brand endorsement deals come and the, you know, licensing of, opportunities and those kinds of things yes yes and i love it i love it yeah so i definitely i have a patron um account but I, i'm not using it i just have it so i can go ahead and have my name and that's also something that you have to take into consideration when you have a brand and you're a certain name all across the board you have to make sure that you even though you might not engage on a certain platform you need to own that name so then mm. no one down the line has that name that you have because you didn't think that you were going to use it and now they're using that name to brand something else so yeah i you know i i really give you kudos to that um you definitely have to see the bigger picture at the end you want to monetize and capitalize off of what it is you do that's just it you know um so yeah yeah it, People, guys, girls, anybody listening right now, he's he's right. You know, sometimes we're held back. Oh, something's not perfect. Something's not just quite where I want it. You know, I'm waiting on my product or my service to launch because you're holding yourself back. Don't hold yourself back. Um, go ahead, launch the product, launch the service. There are many people out there that are willing to support you that are willing to, to just, you know, have your back and are interested in what it is that you are doing. Um, so yeah, don't hold back. 
put your all into it and launch it and slowly but surely you'll go ahead and perfect it. Um, so yeah, I think that that's awesome. And you know, um, Jonathan, I have a sister. I'm, I'm pretty sure that there's also seamstress around you. I have a sister. She's a seamstress. Um, she's on social media as if the seam fits. Um, Nicole, um, if, if you're trying to put a different type of material back there, if you're trying to make something happen, there's always somebody out there, you know, just ask around and people are willing to help. You know, when, when other creatives are seeing other creators trying to be great, they are willing to help. You just got to ask, you know, and I know that's not a problem. It's just, I'm, I'm letting you know, there's plenty of people out there willing, wanting to help you get to the next level. There's so many levels to entrepreneurship, you know? So, yeah, but I, I, I want to tell people if, if you have something that you're wanting to do since you were a child, more than likely, that's what you should be doing as an adult. As an adult, we're placed in this norm, which really is not normal, but in this box, I call it, you know, go to work, pay bills, do this and go back home, enjoy life in two days and then go back working for somebody else during the week. And you do that for what, 30 years, 35 years, and then you get a, a certain check <laughs> after that. And to me, it's, it's mind blowing that people think it's okay. And if that's what you want, cool beans, you know, but you have to go with the flow with what your mind and your body's telling you. Don't, don't let this system, this, this, this box of the norm stop you from being great. You know, we all, like you said, live life um, pretty much the same. We're born, we live life and we die. And then in between that cycle, we have kids, we get married, um, we have dogs, whatever. We all live the same life. So when you were saying you want to travel, it's it's not just a U.S. thing. People don't understand when you're walking in your purpose, it's a worldwide thing. So when you're walking in your purpose, you realize, hey, how can I help? How can I do this for all communities all around the world? And we all go through life the same way. So we can relate. We can have that reaction, like you said, a normal reaction, just like somebody else across the world. We're, we're just human, trying to live life, trying to refine it to be better individuals. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, most of Okay, so I want to ask you, so you, you went ahead and told me that your parents allowed you to be this creative free spirit and it just helped you pave into the path that you're on now, right? Um, but what was that turning point that you decided, this is exactly what I want to do? Like you say, you went to college for it, then you went to Oregon for it, and then you went to New York. At what point, what was that pivotal moment where you were like, this is what I want to do full time? It happened when I was nine years old. I did, I was like acted in my first play and I just knew that was the thing I wanted to be doing. And that's never changed. I mean, even now it's like, I'm doing Buddy the Rat. I'm, I'm, in, I'm embracing this uh, position as a social media influencer, content creator, you know, and there's all these avenues where this will grow to. But for me, it's still just a platform to break into mainstream entertainment and, and, and be an actor and writer and, and producer uh, of film and television and professional theater. Like that's still ultimately what I want to have happen. Yeah. So, and that's been, yeah, that's really been my, my whole life. I mean, I wrote a play when I was seven that won like a playwriting contest. And then I was acting my first play when I was nine and it was community theater stuff, but and in Arizona, so there was never anything professional until my twenties, but um, I don't know. I was lucky that I just had that. I just 
you know, had the feeling I knew that it's what it was. And I was in an environment where it was okay to, to decide and pursue that. And I never, I never had any reason to question it. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And, uh, you know, where can we find um, your other endeavors that you're into? You know, it's not just Buddy the Rat. Um, we see how you um, moved into this character that's helping everybody just kind of take life a little lighter, you know, helping us smile. Hey, help, I, I've seen certain individuals, they like jump up and they're like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah, I tell you, no, no, it's always funny to me. I've gotten a lot of gratitude like that too. I get messages from people who are like, thank you for doing this. And I was like, I didn't, consider I was doing a, a service, you know, the, yeah, the point is to, is to make people smile. It's to bring happiness. It's to bridge connections. Like, and also if people are antagonized or don't actually don't like me, I leave them alone right away. Like, I'm not in any way looking to cause, cause them distress, you know? Um, but I, in the beginning too, there was some debate about whether I changed my social, social media handles to become buddy, the rat, you know, is it at buddy, the rat, is it this, this, and I chose not to. Like all my social handles are at Jonathan Lyons. It's the Jonathan Lyons Patreon. It's this because I do more than Buddy the Rat. There are other characters and other properties and other other projects that I'm going to are going to be coming out from me. And that's what I want. People who want to support me or join my community or join the journey. Like it's really more about yes, this, this is one really cool thing, but there's other stuff that's going to happen that we can kind of, kind of create together. And, um, yeah, I have a, a website, jonathanlyons.com. Um, that's a, that's a good central hub. My link tree is, is linked in most of my socials, on uh, Instagram and TikTok and, and YouTube are the main ones right now. Yeah. I love and, it. Love it. Um, but you spell your name differently than, um, how, so can you spell it out for everybody listening? Please. Yeah, so it's Jonathan with only O's. There's no A's in it. It goes J-O-N-O-T-H-O-N. And that's exactly whenever I'm on the phone with people telling them my name, like on the bank or on the this, I'm like, it's Jonathan Lyons, J-O-N-O, because I know they're writing an A, you know, and then also computers are constantly <laughs> auto-correcting it. So I just have to be, and I, I, you've got to be conscientious. Um, and then lions, L-Y-O-N-S. So if you see four O's, then you've spelled it correctly. Um, yeah, you struck gold. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I want to thank you for everything that you're doing. Um, you know, everybody listening, everybody viewing, people reading this, um, please make sure that you follow Jonathan. Uh, he's a highly talented um, artist. Um, he's heavy into the community, helping everybody have, you know, a better day. That's essentially what he's doing. You know, he's putting his art, his love for art into um, creating content for us to smile, to, to feel a little lighter. You know, right now it's not easy for anybody. You know, we're all going through COVID one way or another, but we're going through it, right? So um, just follow Jonathan. He's on all social media platforms. He also has a patron account. He has uh, the Twitter, the, 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 all of them, Instagram. Do you have Facebook as well? I'm on Facebook. There's a Buddy the Rat Facebook page. Yeah. I'm going to start live streaming uh, video games on there too, playing Oculus, uh, like VR games. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Um, yeah, so just keep up the great work, Jonathan. Um, I do want to ask you, is there any great pieces of advice that you have for our entrepreneurs? And typically, I would say our young entrepreneurs. Um, but, you know, entrepreneurs nowadays, there's a lot of people that are being let go from their jobs and they're trying to figure out what to do. And they're starting their own businesses, too. So, you know, entrepreneurship comes in all sizes and all ages. So what great pieces of advice do you have for everyone, including myself? So I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if I could have avoided debt, I would have like uh, avoiding debt being it's called solvency being solvent in everything you do is it, it, it's extremely powerful because it just gives you freedom and for me there's also another term i actually joined a program to deal with with debting because it's an emotional thing too and i learned the term under earning and i identify as an under earner where it's like you're just, you know, you're qualified to be making, you could be making a lot of money in some avenue. And yes, I'm, I've sacrificed the, the traditional, you know, corporate life to be an artist, but that doesn't mean I, I, I only need to be scraping by on a few hundred dollars a week. Like I can get up, like I finally started doing handyman work or handiwork where I can charge 60 bucks an hour, you know, to hang TVs and it's valuable. That's, it's worth it to people. They don't own the tools. They don't know how to do it safely. And suddenly I'm like making more than I made as a waiter doing, you know, on my own hours, I can come and go from it. So there's like, yes, pursue your artistic creative vision. Just try to avoid the debt trap if at all possible, like, like make enough money or find people to, to support you um, in order to, to have the freedom to, to make the things um, that you want to make. Because otherwise you'll, you'll, hit, you'll, you'll hit a wall eventually where you have to stop being an artist. That's what happened to me in 2015. I, just, I, had, I had a manager for a year. I was auditioning for big TV shows. It was really like momentum going. But because I had so many bills from debt, I, I had to work as a waiter 60 hours a week for three months straight. And I had to tell my manager, like, I can't go to an audition. I can't, I can't afford the afternoon off from work. Um, so you just be careful. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would advise that as well. Um, I definitely would tell people, you know, be smart in what you're doing, but I, I call it a village. Make sure you have a village of people that are like-minded and are supporting you in what you're doing. Uh, so I tell people all the time, uh, you have the vision, <clears throat> but people have sight. So if you see something that you wanna do, it's non-tangible at the moment, some people can't comprehend that that's actually something that you can acquire down the road. So, you know, try to navigate through, you know, other people's opinions, um, make sure you stick to people that are close to you and support you and everything that you got going on. And like you mentioned, you know, be be financially smart. Um, it's a learning lesson when we're doing it on our own and we really weren't taught entrepreneurship. So it just ties back into learning as we can, as we go um, and just just be smart, you know. So, yeah, I, I think that that's sound advice. Um, yeah, you, you just your whole self is awesome. It's motivating to all of us, you know. Um, so where can we go referring back to the shelves? Cause I did see those shelves. Anybody looking yeah. at this, not hearing or reading this 
um yeah those are some pretty bomb ass shells so haha to you guys who aren't watching this video yeah you know it's another business i'm trying to start called lions hard goods where i make shelves and i also make like hook racks and things it's now obviously buddy the rat has taken precedent but it's still something i want to do i enjoy doing it um and at some point i will launch probably an etsy shop to start with um where i at least sell basic because i you know i like doing it i just need access to like a wood shop and stuff all these i built in my apartment or out on the street and like staining wood on the street letting it dry during the day and bringing it in so yeah, that's cool that's cool well everybody make sure to go ahead and, sh and shout out and also um look into what jonathan's doing he's a man of many hats um so i want to thank you but before i let you go i always do a house ramirez shout out so you know just like um right now the spotlight's on you um and we're learning about what you're doing now is the time to put the spotlight on people that are in your corner that have been backing you up that um, are supporting you full force. Um, let me know, who are your shout outs? Yeah, sure. So, um, well, the, on the social media front, some of the big major collaborators, uh, a guy named Larry Smooth, at, at Larry Smooth and at iLive, that's I underscore L-Y-V-E. They're those amazing dancers who do backflips and, and stuff. And they've been really always showing up for me and working together in a really amazing positive attitude. A uh, guy named at Keen Kwan, uh, at Keen Kwan Creates. He's another one's a photographer, um, really talented. At Mr. NYC Subway, he did a he did a piece with me at the end of November that really blew up on his platform and brought me a lot of followers. And and also just calling in and checking in with me and saying like, if you have advice, if you need advice, let me know. Um, and then in my in my my general career i always talk about imago theater the, the creators the people that taught me this style of work i never would have known had i not been hired by that company and then it was able to ask too like hey well, i want to make a mask how do i make it and they give they tell me exactly what to do go get this kind of clay go do this and then basil twist is the this um, amazing puppet artist in new york and i've been a close collaborator with, with him for almost 10 years and performed in five of his shows and he's you know, even 11 years ago when I made the first rat mask, I was like, I want the eyes to blink. And he was like, oh, yeah, this is what you need to do. You you get a sphere and you paint one side brown, one side black, and you rig it in this way. So I've, I've had access to the knowledge that it takes. I didn't I didn't just wake up one day and like, I could make this. Like, it takes just 20 people I talked to and learned what they had learned from either someone else or through their own discoveries. So, yeah, those are those are the, the big ones that come up right now yeah that's awesome that's awesome yeah it's always important to understand that it's a journey you know it's the steps there's levels shout out anna nayakana uh, me and her just spoke about this there's levels you know to entrepreneurship you can't skip level one through ten and get to eleven you have to go through all one through ten to get to eleven yeah, you know yeah. Yeah, so that's big. I mean, can we go ahead? I brought my mask. Can we go ahead and see Buddy the Rat? Yeah, let's do go, it. I'm going to go ahead and uh, put my mask. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I think I'm going <laughs> to take my headphones off for a second. Okay. So this is my House of Ramirez mask. <laughs>
Here we go. Yeah, that's dope. That's super dope. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Thank you. Let me go ahead and take my House of Ramirez mask off. You're no longer uh, in character. Hold on one second. Aha. And here I am. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, I just want to thank you for that. That's super awesome. I don't want to take up much more of your time. I appreciate your time just coming on to House of Ramirez. Um, it's extremely, um, how would I say, you're pushing us to tap into our childhood, pushing us to tap into our purpose. So thank you for that. Thank you for everything that you're doing. When you have something new that you wanna go ahead and bring back onto the platform and let others know, let me know, we're here. For sure, but, I, will, I will do, yeah, I appreciate it. It's perfect time yeah. too, because I'm hoping people come find, find me in all the new platforms I just launched, so. Nice, nice. All right, well, until next time, thank you so much, Jonathan. Thank you. All right, thank you, bye. Make sure to follow House of Ramirez on all social media platforms.